0: and up those anorex, if I were you. Oh,
1: Professor, couldn't we have found somewhere warmer? Yeah, like Marbella. Botswana.
0: Southport. Southport? Oh, will Southport be warmer than this. Now, now, the Alaskan scenery has its own wild charms. Oh, but oh, it's 1934, so the ice is more secure than in Uria Mr Hex.
2: Yes, Doctor. Alaska.
0: Wild. Charming. Mm. Cold. Well, not Alaska precisely. Rather an island off its northern coast. An island that wasn't here four years, three months and six days ago. Hence the appeal of coming here. Yeah, hugely
1: appealing. It wasn't here? What is it? Volcanic?
0: Well, hard to tell, with the bedrocks so are covered in snow and ice. Oh.
1: Mind we
2: don't lose the TARDIS, seeing as it still thinks white is this season's colour. But I don't think
1: so. Then how did it get here? I presume it didn't just drop out of the sky, or did it? No, I I don't think that's it either. Look at the formations and the cliff face above. Oh, now that's interesting.
2: Yeah, more snow and ice.
1: Look up, dummy. Hey, there's a man. Precisely. Watching us. Hello, up there! No!
2: He didn't like the look of us. More
0: to the point. He sounded frightened.
1: Which means we're going after him? Fear,
0: as the mystics used to say, is the first step towards a
3: revelation.
0: Come on! <laughs> ah! Good! Oh this is the top!
2: What a disappointment! I was hoping there'd be at least another thousand feet for the workout, you know? Any sign of that bloke,
0: Doctor? No, but uh, why don't we wander over to those rocks?
1: Ah, oh, yeah, I get you. No! Sleep away! Doctor, he's got
0: a
4: gun! It doesn't look like a gun. Who are you? Your friends, that's who we are. Whose friends? White Crags? Your White Crags team? You got here? You got here? Y- yes, yes, we got here. And tell me, how many lurkers dream in the vault? How many? We're starting with easy questions, right? How tall stands the fourth dreamer? How tall? Do I get a clue? You're not with Whitecrank. No, but we are friends. No friends here. Terror's more like... I opened the doorway just for a second I won't see it open again Uh, Not so fast, Buster Uh, Terrors from within Terrors in the black, bottomless eye of the
1: ancient one! All we want to do is talk Get off me I'm sorry I'm so sorry
0: Ace, you alright? I'm fine Whack me in the ribs with his gun I said it isn't a gun Hey, He's left it behind Looks more like a frozen umbrella. An umbrella made from the hardest crystal. You are. And these spikes on the end amount to more than broken spokes. I should like to talk some more with that fellow. Oh, great.
1: Well, he went that way. Come along! Oh. We've lost those tracks again.
0: Yes, our quarry seems to know his way around this landscape.
1: I'll just bet
2: he had a better idea of how to get out of this ravine than we do. Look out! Oh, fire.
1: Oh. Who's that down there? Uh, friends! Doctor, those guys up there really do have guns. I noticed. Come on up, then, friends.
2: We're really going to do as he says.
1: I'm counting half a dozen semi-automatic reasons to do exactly as he says. Come on.
5: Here I come now, sir. I can see that, Mr. Slade. Friends! Yeah, don't overdo it, man.
0: Good afternoon. I wonder, could you tell us. Who are you? What are you doing here?
5: My men being armed, I get to ask first. Fair enough. I'm a doctor. What? From the Institute. Institute? You don't know about the Institute? Why don't you tell me about the Institute? I- I'm asking the questions. Are you with Corbin's people? I heard he picked up a doctor in Nova Scotia. The doctor is who I am.
0: These are my assistants, Miss McShane, and Nurse Gofer.
1: A Doctor McShane, pleased to meet you.
5: Yeah, me and all. A male nurse, <laughs> remarkable. I'm Emerson Whitecrag III, as you'll know if you're with Corbin. He wanders. You are an imposing figure. <laughs> I haven't even begun to impose myself. Now, tell me. It's
0: time you answered a question or two. I mean, for starters, how many lurkers dream in the vault?
5: Why not? Three dream in the vault. The fourth elsewhere. And how tall stands the fourth? Tall is a man, of course. Corbin told you something, then.
0: Nurse Schofield, will you pass the <laughs> Thank you. He also entrusted this to our care.
5: The crystal key. You do know what it is. They haven't missed this at the Institute? Not so
0: far as I'm aware.
5: It's all so near all of a sudden. You've been to the doorway. Not yet. But you know how to find it. Corbin's last radio message suggested the text was correct about the route. Well, it is. Well then, lead the way.
1: Doctor, it was... That way.
5: I think.
0: After you. Yes, thanks.
2: We are just walking through the middle of nowhere. in No clear direction,
0: aren't we? Not at all.
1: We're following my best
0: estimate. The direction that other fellow
1: must have gone in. Nice to know we know what we're doing. Of course it is.
5: It's a very rough estimate. False Doctor! Mr. Whitecrag. I've been checking our direction against the text. We're a good nine degrees out. The text? The great and sacred text. See? Da. The coordinates inscribed in my mind by monstrous dreams and the position of the stars.
0: What is that volume you're carrying? Ah, 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 ah.
5: The sacred text is not for the eyes of the hired help. Take us where Corbin took you, or I'll. Sir, down there, in the valley, a field of mist. Yes, yes. What is it the text says? Mists. Mist. Ha! Ah. There, in the mists of the valley, lay the border between Arctic sunlight and that arcane, abysmal obscurity amid which the Ancient One slumbered. (laughs) So, Doctor, we're not so far off course after all. Why don't you and your colleagues lead the way down?
4: Move.
0: That book of yours... White cry was certainly spot on As far as the obscurity down here Yes
5: A perpetual freezing mist Generated by the
1: place itself What place would that be then?
5: We should see before
1: long
2: I'll settle for seeing the ends of my fingers
1: Sir, ahead of you,
5: sir What is it, Slade? Ice, a massive pillar of ice
1: Like a frozen fountain Only ten times as high Hold on there's
2: things in the ice, aren't there?
0: I need torches. Here and
1: here.
4: Saints preserve us.
0: Whoever did this preserving, it wasn't your saints. I know these men.
5: The bulk of Corbin's team. Frozen solid.
1: Yeah. Look at their faces.
5: Terror. That's what I'm seeing there. Mr. Slade, compose yourself. We're moving on. The target can only be... Hey, the, the
2: mist's clearing. I can see something. I can't judge the distance.
0: A mountain? No. Some other structure.
1: It's a building. Whoa. A building the size of St Paul's.
5: More than three times the size, according to the Institute's measurements. On. On. We move on. Here, the citadel. Exactly as a had. Text-
1: Doctor, is that a door? Yes.
5: A door in need of a key. The frozen umbrella? Precisely. Beyond this door, Doctor, waits the world's salvation. And I am the man to bring the world that salvation.
2: Are you sure that sixty-foot-high door is big enough for your head to fit through? <laughs>
5: My, you're a witty young man, aren't you? <laughs> Slade... Sir. All right.
2: I was only yanking you... Why Leave him be!
1: <coughs> you are all right, Hex?
5: Well, that took the wind right out of my sails. Here's a witticism of my own, Nurse Schofield. Why don't you open the door? What? Slade, give him the key. I should like to volunteer. Sir? Oh, very well.
0: Thank you, Mr. Slade.
1: Are you sure about this? There's just one thing puzzling me,
0: Whitecrag. The door is immense, yet that orifice there... If that's the lock, it's human height. Why is it human
5: height? Open the door, Doctor, and the mysteries of this place will begin to resolve themselves.
1: (gasps) What was that?
0: Something beyond the door. Something deep inside.
1: (laughs) (sighs) dreamer's in the vault! Doctor, over there!
2: Yeah, the fellow who dropped the key.
4: Get back! Get back or i shoot! Corbin? Marker, you're dead! Dead as my party! Dead as my men!
0: Professor Corbin, tell me what happened here.
4: What happened? Why, we... We barely opened the door before something woke within. From the darkness it cried out, even as I forced the door shut again! But that cry stirred this mist into a storm, whipping my men off the ground and freezing them to death. If that can happen out here, what might happen inside?
5: I'm prepared for what might happen inside, which is why you are to wait for me before opening the door.
4: I'm cracked. those things in there, they demand sacrifice.
5: Then sacrifice is what we shall provide, three times over if necessary. You see the sacrifices we've picked up? En route. Oh, <laughs> astonish me, Corbin. Tell me these three were genuinely part of your expedition.
4: No. I saw them before by the north coast. They arrived out of the air in an English policeman's box, only white.
5: Military police, I thought as much. Slade, move all three towards the door. You heard him. Move.
4: All right, all right. I told you, white crack, I want all of us away from here! <laughs> I'll shoot!
5: Oh, Corbin. We both know you don't have it in you.
4: Uh, I don't want to when I I know the killing you have in mind! With you all the way? No! Stop them!
5: They have the key!
2: Clear of that mist. At last.
5: Lovely
0: view, isn't it? Oh, no. A glacier to traverse. Oh, this is far
1: from ideal. Heads. Oh. It gets better and better. We need to get across this thing and quick.
2: You're mad. We need, uh, I don't know,
1: crampons and that. Oh, we'll be fine. Just watch you. Whoa! Oh, no. Problem? Uh, no. It's just that there's a crevasse here that would make Cheddar Gorge feel inadequate. Watch yourself, Ace. It's all right. must be some way around it. They don't give up, do they?
4: You're not wrong. Ace! what's that edge! What edge? Ace! Ace!
2: Ace!
1: Down here!
2: Ace, what have you done now?
1: It's all right. I've not broken anything. There's Well,
0: can you climb back out?
1: I'm not on the ledge. I'm hanging off it. By my fingertips.
5: Oh, Ace.
1: Reckon I'm gonna have to let go. How far down do you reckon it goes?
0: Take the key, Mr Hex. I'm going down. You're kidding. I'll do it. No! I've done this sort of thing before. You have? <laughs> yes. Oh, very skillfully, I must admit... Doctor,
1: don't! No sense in the both of us plummeting to our deaths.
0: Just hold on to that ledge, and do not move! Oh, there really would have been easier. Watch yourself, Doctor!
5: Quiet there, there young fellow. Uh, oh, it's you. Just concentrate on handing over that key. Take it, Mr. Slade. Sir. Oh, and pass me one of those lovely hand grenades. No. No, you can't.
4: Careful, Doctor! If I can just get to this
0: ledge above you, uh, and you can catch my arm, perhaps we can... Doctor! Up there! Look! Look!
2: It's
5: a grenade! Stop, Ace! Stop, Doctor! Ace! Alas, such collapses are a risk in this icy landscape. Murderer! <laughs> Slade. Slade! Slade! Get off him! <laughs> Do I shoot him, sir? Sweet to shoot him. <laughs> no, no. He's of more practical use to us back at the Citadel. <laughs> Up you get, Nurse Schofield. Hex, what's that? My name's Hex. Very well. Mr. Hex. Come with us. Or else.
1: Walter! Where are you? Here!
0: No need to shout at this. My ears are still ringing. Let me help you up! Oh, oh much appreciated, ah.
1: <sighs> Well, I haven't got a clue where we are.
0: A long way underground, swept clear of the glacier, certainly. Now! You should find a little something handy in the right-hand pocket of your anorak.
1: Right-hand pocket. Okay. There. Oh. No,
0: no, no, that's the yeti cloth. Oh. No, uh, try the left-hand pocket. Okay. Ah, gotcha. Torch. Shine the light in this direction. Hmm.
1: Bare rock walls, so?
0: Yes, but the formation, doesn't it strike you as being rather?
1: What's that racket?
0: Coming from along there somewhere. Let's see if we can't track down what's making it.
1: I knew you were going to say that.
0: Watch your feet.
5: <sighs> <sighs> Here we are again. The door awaits, Nurse Schofield. Yeah, Brill.
4: I'm begging you, white crack, don't put the lad through it!
5: Come, Professor. Where would the pursuit of knowledge be without occasional recourse to a guinea pig? <sighs> Take the key, Schilfield.
2: Tell your muscle to train the guns elsewhere first.
5: <laughs> we'll see how long your bravado lasts on the other side of that door. Now, Corbin, show him what to do. Or I'll put a bullet through his head and make you use the key. Give it a rest, will you? just show me, Prof. Go on.
4: You slide your hand, your, your forearm, inside, almost as if it were a glove. What? Like... Ah! It's tightening around my arm? Yes. The key is a living creature. It, it fits itself around the limb in question. It, it ought to be easing off a little now.
5: Yeah, a bit. Why don't you stay with him, Professor? See, he completes the procedure properly.
4: I can't face it
5: again. You can face my bullet if you prefer. Come on, Prof. Stick with me.
2: The stench this lock gives off's a bit much for standing close to.
5: The rest of you, behind those rocks there. Now. Here's the lock.
2: It doesn't look like a lock. Mind, the door doesn't look like a door. More like a great row of
4: twisted fangs laid on end. The culture that produced this architecture created their buildings as... As caterpillars spin cocoons, vomiting whole cities into being. That explains a lot about the design work. You, uh... You, you, you slot the key in the socket. Arm included. I'm afraid so.
2: All right. Here goes nothing. Oh, why do I feel like a vet in a cow shed?
4: Now, you should feel a bit of a pull. Pull! <laughs> It sucked my whole arm in. Don't worry, that's what's supposed to happen. Don't worry. The building is a living thing. It's, it's evaluating you and the key. And what happens when it reaches a decision? Ah, ah, it's twists my whole arm around. Yes, the mechanism wasn't designed for the ball and socket of the human shoulder joint. It's now the other way. It means it's accepted you. Oh, I'm so flattered. How long before it rips my whole arm off? At last... To let my arm go? The key should just slide off. Yeah. Is that it then? Hardly. The fangs? They're pulling apart? The door is open. I'm so sorry, Nurse Schofield. (sighs) Nothing. The door opened, but nothing happened. Well, that's a good thing, right? Not necessarily. Now we have to go in-
5: inside! All of you, the way's clear.
1: Doctor, up ahead! Shh!
0: Whoever or whatever's
1: making those sounds is just around the next bend. So is what looks like daylight, don't you think? Hence that peculiar shadow. Let's
0: ease ourselves around this corner and see
1: what's at the root of it. If it's got more than one head, I quit.
4: Just shine the torch around and... Ar-ca-tac-a.
1: No! No! There it goes! No, no, Outside! No. It was a man! only glimpsed one head, so yeah, I guess. Let's catch up and confirm the fact. Wait, 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 wait. The cavern wall here, look. It's just,
0: I don't know, words? Words like those. He was muttering to himself, scraped into the cave wall with a sharp-edged stone.
1: Ah, okay. What is it? Eskimo?
0: No, not an Inuit language, no.
1: Oh, right. Alien. More than alien,
0: Ace. This is language that should not be spoken. Language that predates known history. Language of the old times. Let's go.
5: Let's get those flares lit, Slade. Yes, sir. Uh,
4: Who was that? Slade? Kinney. Calm down, man. Look, sir. All around us. Yes, Yes, the thousand eyes in the dark. They're like fish eyes, grown out of the wall. I told you, this whole structure is a living thing. Here, among the eyes. Mouths? Those curling sockets. They're they're a form of ear. Now, the text would have it that... Uh, Here we are, Professor. And the monstrous eyes
5: glowering from the ebon dark of that cyclopean architecture demanded sight of the pages of the necromantic text which had led me thus far. There. Here you go, Corbin. Show the eyes our sacred text. What is that book? Its contents can roughly be translated as none of your damn business.
4: Hmm. Now, uh, likewise, the ears of that labyrinthine brain had to hear the arcane incantation of entry. Let me see, yes. Morepta Okaria. And, um, those demoniacal mouth demanded a taste of human blood blood yes slade a little cut to this hex fellow's hair get on, leave him my blood's good enough and i have only myself to blame for being here knife slade here thank you take a look now i'm hoping the place will be satisfied with just a little Uh, sip so to speak watch yourself prof this shouldn't be too dangerous That's if I've interpreted the text correctly. There. Sir, the the floor. Opening up.
5: Oh, the entrance to a tunnel. You, lad, take the lead again. No, wait! I've waited long enough, and the dreamers have waited centuries more. We're going. Now! You heard the man. Get down there. All right, all right, I'm going.
2: It's pretty slimy coming down. Give the boys some light.
5: Slade, sir. Well, but can you see? Nothing. The passage just leads into dark. Bring the men through, Slade. Go on, then the lot of you. Follow me, Corbin. This is,
4: this is madness. The
5: madness or death for the unworthy, maybe. Such as myself. A whole new form of sanity, perhaps. All the men through, Slade. Last man coming through now, sir.
4: Look! The entrance way! Hey! What's happening? I warned you, Whitecrack, the place itself has sealed us in!
5: Then there's only one way to go, gentlemen. Towards that, in other words? Lead the way, Mr Hex.
4: What is that? Professor? The sound of some alien nightmare. A nightmare we're all about to be made to share!
5: There's only one way to go, gentlemen. Towards that, in other words? Lead the way,
4: Mr. Hex. What is that? Professor? The sound of some alien nightmare. A nightmare we're all about to be made to share.
6: And grey roll the waves. Those dull hues breaking into bright white peaks, just as... as sombre souls can suddenly break into a blaze of brightest hope, roused by the seagull's call, the, um... beauty of the beaches something. Beaches bright-lit... Hello? What?
1: Hello? Hello there.
6: Oh, excuse me. You are, I'm sorry, who? The doctor. And this is... Dr.
1: McShane.
6: Doctors? Oh, I see. I heard we would do one new recruit, at least, after the disappearance of you-know-who. When did you get here? Oh, just today. How? Oh,
0: you know how. We did get a little lost, found our way into that cave.
6: Oh,
1: yes? A little scary in there.
6: You're telling me.
1: Been in there yourself,
6: have you? Never more than a few steps, before hurrying straight out.
1: Why? Saw something you didn't like?
6: Only, I dare say, in my overactive imagination. I used to write horror tales for a living. So I'm the sort of fellow least will advise to go wandering into such places. Then
0: you weren't wandering around in there a moment ago?
6: Oh, dear me, no. I've been sat here some while, letting my mind drift with the spray off the waves, struggling to fill the pages of my notebook. I'm often seized by a need to scribble down my thoughts. as the only way of making sense of them.
1: What are you writing? A horror story?
6: Heaven forbid. Heaven or the Institute, at the very least. Ah, yes,
0: the Institute. The collection of buildings on the cliff path above,
6: I presume. I am under strict orders to refocus my slender talent on more upbeat literary endeavours. Whenever I come up with anything particularly lightweight and untroubling, Dr. Gabriel encourages me to read it out to the patients. You've met Dr. Gabriel? Dr. Gabriel?
1: Oh, yes. Splendid chap. Chap?
6: I'd scarcely have called her that.
1: Oh, uh, the doctor here, he's, he's very old school. Can't get used to us women getting in on the act.
6: Well, if Dr. Gabriel is anything to go by, there ought to be more ladies doing her job. She's certainly cured me. Cured? Yet still with the Institute? Well, I'm showing my gratitude by working for her here as an assistant. A sort of psychiatric factotum. The name's C.P. Doveday, by the way.
0: Doveday?
6: Call me C.P., please. It stands for Clarence Penrose, but neither name strikes me as particularly aesthetic.
0: Oh, yes, of course. I've read something of yours before, haven't I?
6: I hope not. Confronted with my previous literary endeavours, a less liberal head-shrinker than Dr. Gabriel might reach for the straight waistcoat.
1: Oh, don't worry. The doctor here is more interested in expanding minds than shrinking heads. Why, Alas, our two heads together
0: have failed to work out the best route from the beach here up to the Institute.
6: Well, it's not a place I suppose that advertises its presence. Come, I'll show you the way. Any excuse to give up writing 10th-rate poetry for the day.
1: Follow me. Doctor, sticking out of his pocket there. That isn't a rock, is it?
0: You mean like the one that might have scraped out those words on the cavern wall? Quite conceivably.
7: Aiken's on lookout calling Dr. Gabriel
4: This is Dr. Gabriel
7: Yeah we have a problem
4: A couple of strangers just showed up on the beach And made contact with our Mr. Dove Day All three now making their way up the cliff The two newcomers are in close proximity to Dove Day So advise, caution Repeat, advise, caution
5: Careful men the gets steeper
2: here. At least there's a bit more light down this way. Where's it coming from?
4: It seems to be glowing all along the walls. Yes. Some sort of phosphorescence. The sort of thing produced by the decay of certain marine animals. Talking
2: of decaying animals.
5: What is all this?
2: Bones. Filling the whole
4: tunnel. Bone? Discarded from bygone feasts. This here is plainly Walrus. The avian skull's going to, to be penguin, and this, along here, blue whale, most likely. Wait a minute.
2: Here, yeah, Prof. I know a human skull wanna
4: see one. Eskimo. Almost certainly.
5: The detritus from a few fish in Arctic Aborigines. This is not what we're here for. Let us return to the text. Never
4: mind text, White Crag. These bones are a reminder of the power we're dealing with.
5: What power? If it takes a citadel as vast as this to contain such power, Nurse Schofield, how could space possibly be made for it within that head of yours? You'd be surprised. Would I? How? Now
2: you've gone and murdered my friends. I might just be the person here with the most experience of this sort of thing.
5: So why don't you give us a look at that precious text of yours? It would be unbecoming for such a document to be marred by the thumbprints of a scruffy interloper.
4: Let him see, White Craig. It's unfair not to prepare him. No. You and I were supposed to be collaborators. Equals. My opinion in the matter ought to count for at least as much as yours.
5: <laughs> you and I, Professor? Equals? I confess I had need of a fly on the Institute's walls, but in no sense could that fly be my equal.
4: How dare! In the face of all I've undergone, I ought to tear that damn text to shreds! Get off! Slade,
5: Something There! Hacks, take it! Uh, got it! Slade, give that back! Let me just see. What? Give it back!
4: Leave him, you thug! <coughs> uh, are you all right? I'm fine. Live to fight another day?
5: Here you are, sir. Not too many thumbprints.
2: I don't understand, White Crag. I thought it was some ancient mystic text you had there. Mystic? Yes. Ancient? Not quite. It's just some cheesy old horror magazine in a posh binder. some tales. What's that story it was open at? The Icy Something of the Monster Somethings?
4: In the Icy Citadel of the Monstrous Gods by... C.P. Doveday? Who the hell is C.P. Doveday? At the risk of hyperbole, I'd say he was the most dangerous man on the planet... If man
0: he is. Come in, just through here. This looks cozy, Mr. Doveday. Quite a contrast to the
6: exterior. Out there, the place looks like a military bunker. But in here, we tried to make it a good deal more homey for the patients.
1: And, uh, where are the patients?
6: The work here is rather experimental, hence the need for a degree of secrecy.
1: Hello there,
8: CP.
6: Oh, Dr. Gabriel!
8: Brought a couple of new rifles, I see?
6: Yes, two of your colleagues, Dr. McShane and, uh...
8: Hope we've not caught you on the hoof,
0: dropping in like this.
8: Not at all. I'm Dr. Freya Gabriel, chief psychiatrist. You sound English. Can I interest you in a cup of tea? Oh, after the morning we've had, you bet. I'd be more interested in a tour of the Institute. Secrecy permitting. I'm sure you would. Feeling better, CP?
6: Yes. Apologies for my funny turn earlier. Don't know what came over me. I did find myself scribbling another poem on my favorite rock, if you'd like to see. It's not terribly good, somewhat sentimental.
8: That's not a sin in poetry, despite what the Bohemians you left behind in New York might say. You should read it to the patients at our next group session. Now, you're looking a little tired. Why don't you go and lie down? I thought... Yes.
6: Since Dr. McShane sounded so keen on that cup of tea, I thought I might serve it up in the Sun Lounge. Show off the view from up there.
8: I really think a nap would be a good idea after such a stressful morning.
6: All the more reason to have a pleasant afternoon, surely. And it's not like I'm a patient here, after all. Of course not. I'm here to help, of my own free will. And of my own free will, I'd like to take Dr. McShane upstairs to the Sun Lounge.
1: If it's a problem, Please. I... Please! I-
8: Whatever you like, C.P., you know how important it is to me that you feel happy, settled, and at home here.
6: Oh, I do. I haven't felt more at home anywhere else in the longest time. Dr. McShane, the Sun Lounge is this way.
1: Oh, thank you. Take care,
6: Dr. McShane.
1: I will, if you will. A tour, then, Doctor?
8: Yes. Come with me.
6: It is lovely in the Sun Lounge. The view through the windows is a rescue in itself.
1: Good, good. There were one or two things I was hoping to ask you about this island. Hello there, Mr. Aikens.
6: Racing out there, huh? Hmm? CP, where are you going? Oh, just upstairs to the Sun Lounge. You have company? Yes. This is Dr. McShane. Hi. You have authorization, CP? Authorization? From Dr. Gabriel. Authorization to go wandering about the place with a complete stranger? With a doctor. Here to help us. And Dr. Gabriel did authorize our going upstairs, if authorization were needed. You're a doctor? Yes. Prove it.
1: What do you want me to do? Saw your leg off? Or offer a Freudian analysis of your suspicious mind?
6: Simpler still, why don't we go to Dr. Gabriel's office? You're being somewhat high-handed for a hospital orderly, Akins. I'm doing my job. Now, come on, doctor. Ow! Get off her! I won't stand by and watch you ill-treat. Get off of me, you Oh,
4: C.P.
3: Oh, no. You...
4: you hurt my elbow. I'm I'm sorry. Forgive me. I'm sorry, okay?
1: Idiot! Come on, C.P. Why don't you show me that view?
2: What's that, Prof? More bad dreams for whatever's down there.
4: Dreams? I'm not so sure. Rather sounds as if they might have woken up. Ah, They are awake. Do you realise what that means, White Crow? I do. Oh, one can read Dove Day's words upside down and inside out, and it still can't prepare you for... No. No, I shan't face it again. I can't. Hex, come with me. We're going back.
5: Calm down. Should I shoot one
4: of them, sir? To encourage the other, maybe? Don't tempt me, Mr Slade. This is what it comes down to, eh, white crag? Our grand talk of communication with the secret forces of the universe... Threats from a hired body, boys? Hired soldier, if you don't mind. Bloody-minded mercenary, in other words. Oh, I know all about blood, son. I fought a war
5: when I was younger than you. Maybe I've been around more than you think. Maybe I ought to take the butt of this rifle and knock some respect into you. Gentlemen, you can dig trenches and fight it out later. What matters now is finding our way to all that those sweet voices promise.
8: Doctor, is our recreation room where, as you see, today's main event is shuffleboard. Ah,
0: hitting pucks into the far end of the table.
8: Exactly. That's how they score. Hey, fellas, which team's winning? We are. Terribly therapeutic, I'm sure,
0: Doctor Gabriel.
8: I wonder, could we find a quiet
0: spot to have a chat?
8: Certainly, Doctor, certainly. But let's just see how the other team responds. Oh! Watch out! Sorry, Doctor. You have to look out when these boys are playing.
0: Evidently. (laughs) Careful,
8: boys! They're
0: not deliberately aiming those things at me, are they?
8: You're sounding a little paranoid, Doctor. Maybe you should check in here for a month or two. Why don't a couple of you fellows help the doctor to a seat and a glass of water? No, honestly,
0: I think I'd better better reunite myself with my companion. My doctor
8: doesn't look like they want you to go that way either. Gentlemen, let's take the doctor somewhere he can feel a little more comfortable.
5: Come with us, doctor. We know the way. To the coziest little padded
4: cell.
8: Now hold on. Get him. What? (sighs) Dr. Gabriel! Let's try and bring the straitjacket quickly Ah. and yank him if you must. The lunatics! I see! I've taken over l- Not l- lunatics, Doctor. If <laughs> Doctor you are the sanest of the same. As for you, we'll reserve judgment on that. Take him to cell number three.
4: It's the song of the sirens, Whitecrag. Luring us to our destruction. Nothing that matters to
5: me will be destroyed. I'll see to it. Nothing opposing me will stand. I'll see to that, too. I'd better make
4: my stand now, then. Come on, X! Slade! No, you don't! Get off me! Watch that
5: rifle for? Get off from you, Slade, uh, careful! Don't want Corbin shot. Not yet. Mean, shoot him. Look at the old boy. Get off me! Slade! Oh, my leg! I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean... Out of the way, White Crag. I've got to look at that leg. White Crack! You're in my way! We have more pressing matters than a little flesh wound. You men, gather arms! Sir, leave him, Hex! That man's gonna bleed to death if I don't do something fast. Professor's right, nurse Schofield. I'd run if I were you.
4: Run! But that's the wards! It's away from them! Run! Fire
5: at will!
1: you sure you're okay, C.P.? More or less. Tea, Dr. McShane? <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, you still look a little shaky.
6: <laughs> oh, yes, I'm spilling it. Sorry. Oh, it's all right. I'm just somewhat infuriated that you should be witness to such a display from the most officious orderly imaginable.
1: Aikens? Huh, he's hardly the first plonker I've met on my travels.
6: British slang is dizzying in its intricacy. I just hope the tea will meet your standards. Shall I fetch some cookies? The patients make them themselves. Uh,
1: No, no, C.P. (laughs) Listen, someone I care for is in trouble. Somewhere on this island.
6: Someone you... Yeah,
1: long story. How much do you know about the island?
6: I know the Institute and I know the beach below it. And I know the rest of the place is uncharted wilderness. You
1: know that for a fact, do you?
6: I know what I'm told.
1: Well, pass me that cuppa and I'll tell you different...
0: Ah, Dr Gabriel, what a relief. A relief, Doctor? An itchy nose could be a serious problem to a man in a (laughs) straitjacket.
8: You're in a straitjacket, so I can step into this cell and feel safe. Of course, there is an armed guard outside just to make me feel doubly secure.
0: Invite him in. If you're too grand to scratch my nose,
8: maybe he will. Rub it against the wall. The padding's nice and soft.
0: I noticed. I've bounced around it a few times. Just for the exercise, you understand.
8: Don't take it personally. As one of the more brilliant psychiatrists of my generation, I'm fully convinced you're not insane.
0: I wish I could say the same for your dainty little institution.
8: Our institution may not be quite the institution you take it to be, just as I doubt you're any kind of doctor.
0: Oh, I'm a doctor, all right. And if I were you, I'd lower my tinpot defences for a moment or two while you hear my diagnosis of certain problems I've encountered on the far side of this island. Such as? Such as a bunch of paramilitary thugs attempting to break into a building even more funny peculiar than this one. Thugs?
8: Led by a fellow called White Crag. A name new to me, Doctor. Assuming you
0: didn't just make it up. Here's another name for you. They have the technical assistance of a fellow who'd be more at home in the straitjacket than myself—a fellow named Corbin, August Corbin. We didn't get as far as first-name terms, but there can't be many Corbins in the Alaskan phone book.
8: Professor August Corbin ran this institution until he disappeared two months ago.
4: <sighs> Hear that? We're getting closer, closer and closer to them. Them? As in who? Or what? The lurkers. The dreamers in the dark. Listen, Prof. I need
2: you to tell me straight. <sighs> Head down! Not to whip guns. Now that I do understand. We've got to keep on. Come on! Come on! get
1: And so there it was, looming out of that icy mist. It was like some kind of huge building. And it almost seemed to be made out of... C.P., are you listening?
6: The, um, the Coney Island hot dogs are something I vividly remember from my childhood holidays. (laughs) The what? The tang of the mustard in the salt breeze. Of course, at home in Connecticut, we were accustomed to more refined fare. C.P.? Ours being one of the most venerable and distinguished families in that small town, sandwiched between forest and shore. The town of... Oh... What was their name?
1: CP, are you all right?
6: I see the ruddy hues of the forest leaves in the fall. Boughs bending, stressing, close to breaking. To... I do see them, don't
1: I? CP, right on the other side of this island, there are some seriously dangerous men. And a possibly even more dangerous... CP?
6: My name is Clarence Penrose Doveday, author of... Of here is a poem I wrote today. The sea. Something about the sea. Grey sea, white cap. Something to do with hope and high spirits.
1: CP? Oh yes,
6: CP. Yes, keep your spirits high, as someone once said. My mother, my venerable mother? Or was it Dr. Gabriel? Or or that man who sold the hot dogs? The hot dogs that filled the venerable. Vernal Woods on days when the salt air, the salt Uh, air!
1: You are seriously freaking me out!
6: Smash at the shore, tear at the boundaries, the coastal defences, I... Uh,
1: Now look what you've done.
6: Dr. McShane? My elbow hurts. Carbon has a key, Dr. Gabriel.
0: It doesn't look like a key. More like a strange crystalline structure. But a key's what he says it is. That's... that's not possible. I've held it in my own two hands.
8: There can't be two keys. Two? The key in question is kept here at the Institute, under the tightest security. Overseen until recently, I suppose, by Professor Corbin. Yes, yes, but even so, I've checked on it since.
0: Why don't you check on it now?
8: Prof,
2: wait up... I think we've lost them. Are you you sure? I think they took another turn back there, to the right. Listen. Hear that? All right, what's happening there? I
4: don't think we need to worry about White Crag's thugs anymore. They're being attacked? Yes must be suffering horrors unimaginable.
5: Mr. Whitecrack, sir. Up ahead, the men. Yes, it does sound like they've run into trouble. We have to get to them. Help! Ah, Careful, (laughs) Slade. Doubt you can stand without my help. I think... uh, I think maybe we ought to consider returning to the surface. What? After we come this far, sir? Besides, you're losing a fair amount of blood. Uh, Do you really think you can make it? Uh, I can try, sir. I've fought my way out of tight corners in the past. But for all of us, there's always one day one (laughs) corner that's just a little too tight. Why don't you rest here, Uh, Slade? until the bleeding stops? uh, You're not leaving me here, Mr. Whitecrack? You've been a great help to me, Slade. Stay here, and you can be a greater help still.
4: Sir, that sound
5: is coming towards us. No, it's coming towards you. Farewell, Slade. And remember, you're helping to make the world
3: a better. Mr. Whitecrack!
5: please! Ah! Uh.
8: What is it,
3: Akins? Where have you been? I've been looking everywhere
8: Questioning this doctor What's the matter, Akins?
4: I thought you ought to know um, a, a little while back, I I had an altercation with Doveday. What sort of altercation? I got a little physical
8: You idiot, Akins You should know better than to antagonize him Where is he now? Upstairs, I think With that Dr. McShane
3: You don't think he might hurt her? follow me
1: CP are you alright CP I
6: hear I hear trees rustle in the fall leaves red blood red something's calling me from the dark of the
4: forest the deep dark forest
6: no I hear it I hear.
5: White Craig? It's coming for me. Can you hear me? Why, Craig? It's coming.
4: Saints have mercy. It's coming.
6: Disturb my sleep, would you? Call me from the depths.
1: CP. What's happening to you?
5: Well, here I am. Here we
1: are.
5: (laughs) Thank you. To you. Well, here I am. Here we are.
1: Awake!
5: Leap. Wait for the. Spring
6: Catfall. Oh, red Tear. Teach the sanctity. All of Of the precincts of the gods. The ancients. The. Yari
4: Karo Pass. Timir
1: I don't understand CP, CP Get away, don't Listen to me I'm going to take your hand
4: Take your, you, so, so beautiful No, no
1: I'm going to take your hand And you're going to look me in the eye And you're going to calm down Okay?
3: Your, your hand So soft So warm. So human. At the very least.
1: Feel any better?
3: Yes. Yes. Your touch. So tender. When was I last held so? Was I ever? This. This is real. The rest. Down. Down. Back into the dark. Sleep.
6: Rest. 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 What's wrong? Are you
1: all right? Am I all right? Oh, C.P., what got into you? Got into me? For a moment, it almost looked as if... I don't know. I think you'd better tell me your story before I finish telling you mine. Dr.
6: Whoops. I'm in trouble, sound of things.
1: We need to talk. Balcony leads out onto the clifftop, right? Oh, yeah, but... Oh, locked. Right, then. Let's see what the ever-reliable Kirby grip has to say about that.
6: You really are a bad influence.
1: (sighs) You strike me, CP, as a fella sorely in need of one.
6: You're pretty dexterous there. They
1: don't call me ace for nothing.
6: Ace? I thought you were Dr. McShane.
1: Ace to my friends? Want to be my friend? I'll risk it. Ah, there. Talk about low-tech. Ah, well, maybe not completely prehistoric. C.P! Come on! Wait! Come back!
5: They won't get far. I'll have every man in the place after them.
8: How many times does it have to be drummed into your soldier boy scouts? His composure cannot be disturbed in any way. I just hope you haven't triggered something already.
2: Prof? Professor Corbin? What? What?
4: Just listening. It's all gone quiet down there. Must have calmed him down. Back at the Institute. Hey.
2: Calmed who down? A very dangerous man.
4: Almost as dangerous as me. What makes you so dangerous? Oh uh, I thought... I hoped... If I served White Crag's lust for power... I might be rewarded with a little of my own. <laughs> now here I huddle with all the power of a mouse trapped in a wainscot. a house cat one end of the hole, a nest of panthers at the other. Oh what's the point? survival It's too late for that.
2: Much too late. It's never too late. Listen, not so long ago I saw one of those friends of mine come back from the dead. The actual dead?
4: They're dead now. Your
2: friends. I I don't know. Maybe. Maybe him with the scythe was making a point. Death won't be cheated, you know? But still, with the doctor, you can't ever be sure. And that's why I'm surviving. Prof, whatever it takes, I'm surviving.
4: (sighs) There is... One thing we might do, or attempt to do. Which is? Whitecrag is here to perform certain rituals. Rituals he believes will give him absolute power over the world. So? We could catch up with him. Prevent him doing what he's here to do.
2: Well, let's do that then.
4: And if the only way is to kill him, could you do that?
2: Despite everything. Mate, that's a big ask.
4: I'm sorry. You're an honorable young fellow. I, on the other hand, am already damned. Wait. Prof!
1: Wait. You're right back there, CP. I must say, this is rather exciting. <laughs>
6: You're not a doctor at all, are you, Ace?
1: No, but I'm terrific at second opinions. Head down!
5: Over there. Check that way. You guys, follow me. Over here. Well,
6: that's peculiar. Someone's issued rifles to the patients. I knew Dr. Gabriel's techniques were unorthodox, but honestly...
1: Everything about that place is unorthodox. <sighs> okay, they've gone. For now. There's a gap in the rocks just ahead. I don't suppose it... Oh, Yes.
6: It leads on into the caves.
1: Perfect. Come on, mind how you go. It's all a bit... Oh. oh, What did I just say? You are all right? Oh, yes. Fine. Just a little scrape
6: to the leg. Oh, dear. Is that blood? I'm not fond of blood.
1: Come on, into the caves.
6: This far in... We ought to be out of sight.
1: Here, sit down. I'll look at that leg. Thank you. Will I live? (sighs) Depends. You don't mind me ripping this trouser leg a little more than it's ripped already?
6: So long as you rip gently.
1: Uh, Gentle enough?
6: I'm still here.
1: Oh, Oh, uh,
6: your long johns, too. You're an uncommonly forward, young lady, considering you're not a doctor.
1: I hope it's not too much of a shock to your system.
6: My system is used to shocks. This is a somewhat nicer one than I've lived through in recent years. <laughs>
1: Tell me about it.
6: It's not entirely by chance or vocation I've wound up as a helping hand for the mentally distressed. Oh, no? No. The first steps on my pathway here were prompted by some mental distress of my own. Got a hanky? Sorry? Oh, a handkerchief. Here.
1: Thanks. Tell me more. Ah, Dr. Gabriel.
8: That itch still needs scratching. Eakins, release him.
4: Uh, I don't think I should.
8: You're not paid to think. Go on.
0: There was a klaxon a few moments ago. Uh, I don't suppose it had something to do with my colleague, Dr. McShane.
4: Yeah, but where the heck does she take him? Eakins. I'm sorry.
0: Ah, oh, that's much better. Isn't it typical? My H has gone. Tell me this, Dr. Gabriel. Is she safe?
8: Your colleague has absconded with our Mr. Doveday. Which means no, not currently, but we're working on getting them back. Ah, yes. Mr. Doveday. In the meantime, what was it you were saying about Corbin and his key?
6: I became an author for the Pulps. Pulps? The pulp magazines, shuddersome tales, uncanny yarns, weird tales of cosmic horror. Those were my specialty, inspired by the visions filling my head day and night. What sort of visions? Of the waking of ancient horrors from eons past. Is there somebody there? Sorry? Calling. Have they found us? I
1: can't hear anyone.
6: Can't you?
4: Can't you hear that?
6: Uh, uh hear what? That! Something, someone, speak.
4: Age my mind. Oh, let me release you.
5: So here you hang, my immense brethren, forced into retreat by that traitor mind among you. But I am here to release you by way of the words of the traitor himself. The words that will win the traitor back. Listen. Listen. Naya. Gonya! Poor Farak! There he is. White Crag. Parala!
2: What is this place, Prof? We must be overlooking the main vault. Yeah, but what's he up
4: to? What's all that? Mumbo jumbo? It's the primary incantation. Osyep Nadar! on Kaman!
5: Osyep-nadar.
4: In the dark. They're big aren't they?
2: Suddenly
1: I understand why that blue whale didn't stand a chance. CP, you okay?
6: Okay. Maybe. Maybe I'm hearing things, hearing things, seeing things. That was always my problem. Oh, go on. Shivering in a Brooklyn cafe, I would see alien cities burning. Riding a streetcar. I would glimpse outside the whirl of distant galaxies. Alone in my dingy apartment, I would sense shadows at my window. In the mirror, even. I had a kind of collapse. Found my way into Dr. Gabriel's care. And she cured me, more or less.
1: Uh, no offense, CP, but you didn't exactly look cured back there when you had that... That fit or whatever it was. Fit? You don't remember?
6: I... I remember...
1: Is it hot in here? <laughs> CP, we're in a damp cave off the Alaskan coast.
6: Hot all the same. My skin feels...
1: Feels what?
6: I don't know. My blood was red, wasn't it?
1: CP, are you sure this place isn't making you crazy?
6: No, no, I told you, I'm cured.
1: You don't sound cured.
6: I think you need to leave me alone for a little while.
1: Leave you? <laughs> C.P.?
3: Oh, you won't, will you? Maybe it's danger you find attractive. Well, here's some danger for you now.
5: Wake then, ancient ones. Reclaim the world stolen from you.
4: We've come too late. If only we had the golden key! The what? something in an unpublished text I... appropriated. The crystal key for the earthly door, the golden for the galaxy's heart and the ocean's bed. You can see from here what. But what's the use? Oh, brave new world that
5: hath such creatures in it! Here I stand before you, your awakener, your kin, your servant, your comrade. I share the rage that fills you, and I can show you where to feed it.
4: <laughs> Up there.
5: Is he pointing at us?
4: So
2: uh, Brilliant idea.
6: There's a strength in me,
1: suddenly, that could tear the core out of this planet
3: and bite the heart out of you, Ace. CP,
1: whatever's got into you, you can control it. Frightened are you? Suddenly, there's a power in poor old Clarence Penrose
4: dub day that no one could have imagined. A burning, racing
1: power! CP! I want to help you. No, 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 it's too late. You have to go. Not without you. Take my hand. Get a grip.
6: Still, you reach out for me. Yes. Ace, I've not had overmuch acquaintance, I confess, with the fairer sex. They've always seemed to me, in their loveliness, an altogether alien species. I dared not hope to cross the gap between my galaxy and theirs until... until today.
1: Uh, right. Not quite what I had in mind.
6: It's so lonely, Ace. Here in the world of my mind. Astray at the far edges of space and time.
1: Well, I know all about being astray in space and time, CP. You do? So maybe I can help where others have failed.
6: Maybe. Maybe you...
1: No. No! Too late! Get
6: away! What? Something else is reaching out to me.
4: Waking to its fullest power. seeking its claws and
1: CP? Stay away from me! Dr. McShane, stay away! CP, where are you going? CP!
4: I can't keep running. You have to, Prof. Listen, they're coming. That's right. They're coming, and there's no escape. Not for us, nor anything human. This human at least deserves it. Prof, Prof, listen to me.
2: You're with me. With me. Which means you're not gonna die just yet. Now, come
4: on! No, listen. I can't hate you for those things. Come on! <sighs>
0: Oh, thank you, Captain Aikens Please, Doctor, excuse the chaos of my office Oh, not at all, Dr Gabriel I make it a point of principle never to trust anyone who keeps a tidy desk You trust me, then? More than you trust me, else Aikens here wouldn't still be breathing down my neck
8: Stand easy, Aikens
0: Ma'am Good But do you trust me enough to show me the crystal key I presume you keep in that safe?
8: Yes Yes, of course.
0: No looking. Quite right, Captain Akins. Not while the good doctor is inputting her safe secret code. 1703. How did you... Eyes shut, ears wide open. It's all in the length of the turn.
8: Very perceptive, Doctor. Here it is, still in the safe, same as it ever was. Ah, yes.
0: Professor Coburn's
5: wondrous key.
8: Oh! What have you done? Butterfingers.
4: So much for trust. Let me fit him back in the straitjacket and dump him in the Arctic Sea. No,
8: no, no. Wait a minute. Corbin had the key tested. They established it was harder than diamond. Whereas? Whereas what we're looking at here is little better than cut glass.
0: It's a fake, a forgery. Bogus as a Mona Lisa with a moustache. Rigged up to cover for Corbin's theft of the real thing.
1: C.P. C.P., where are you? <laughs> oh, there you are. It's me.
7: I, I, I
4: only want to... <laughs> C.P., you're,
1: you're changing!
4: <laughs>
3: Are oh, you what?
2: Bad news, Prof. We've run out a tunnel. I told you. Hopeless. There's a shaft.
4: No way over it, mind. A killing chat Resign yourself, Hex. Make your peace with your Maker while you can. There'll be none for me. Hang about.
2: There's something. Yeah, there's something strong across the shaft. Stretch real thin.
4: It's just a membrane, and I told you, everything here is organic matter. Yeah, but will it take our weight? My guess is it's worth a try.
2: Nice.
1: Ace, you must go! No way, CP! Here! My hand! Take it! Like before! No! Keep
4: away! I've
1: got you! You hear me? I've got you! And I'm not letting go! Not letting go! See? Let me
4: rest free of all...
1: That's it, CP Rest now
6: Rest In your arms Your arms.
2: As bridges go It's not exactly the king's way Watch yourself, prof It's slippery Prof? Are you listening? Listening? Yes,
4: I I, I can't hear them. Yeah,
2: they've retreated. Yes, but why? I don't know about you, but I'm not hanging around to find out.
4: Try and keep up, Prof. We're nearly there. I am trying. It's just... It's a long way down. Then don't look down. Of course, Uh, a bullet uh, would
5: help you bridge the distance rather sooner.
2: All right, that's all we need.
5: White crack. Oh, that membrane looks awfully thin. One scratch in on the surface and it'll surely tear. No, white, hold on, rough, hold on. It's coming apart. It's okay,
2: I've got a grip. Hold on, take my hand and hold on.
4: Can't, can't reach. You just got to stretch a little further. That's all. No. You're a good man, Hex, and I have enough men's deaths on my conscience. No, no. Uh. Don't let go! Don't!
5: Farewell! No! Oh, take your own advice, Nurse Schofield. Don't look down. If there's anything to see, it won't be pleasant. You maniac. An enthusiast, certainly. Maniac's putting it rather strong. Now, why don't you make your way over to me? What? So you can shoot me? Oh, no. I have something more interesting in mind for you.
8: I still can't believe it, Corbin. Why would Corbyn throw in his lot with this man, Whitecliff?
0: Whitecrag. Whitecrag.
5: Emerson Whitecrag, the third. Yes, I believe that was it.
8: You know of this man, Captain Atkins?
5: Whitecrag, the political guy, sure.
4: Political? Before I got this posted, I had a saner job in Washington. This uh, Whitecrag guy—he was being kept under observation. Millionaire with his own organization. What kind of organization? Oh, guess you'd call it white supremacist—the
5: the Ku Klux Klan with better tailoring and one eye on Germany. Reckoned he could buy his way to the White House. He, he was a nut. No chance of real power. I'd say
8: his chances just got substantially better. He's up to heaven knows what over at the Citadel. Aikens, I suggest you take your men there straight away.
6: That place? But
0: it's
5: impregnable.
8: That's why he needed the key.
0: I only hope Hex kept
5: it from him. What a day. I get out of here, I'm going to book myself a nice vacation in a normal nut house. Dr. Gabriel, Freya,
0: I should go with them. I have another friend out there on the ice and I fear for his
8: safety. Akins can deal with Whitecrag It's Dove Day's, my greater concern
0: Dove Day? What about Dove Day?
8: Through here, Doctor
0: An elevator? Where does it lead? You'll see
8: Button B, if you would B for basement, I presume There's a whole network of tunnels running through the rock below We use them for storage And Very curious rock it is I'm not sure
0: I've seen anything like it anywhere on the face of this planet. But then, this island wasn't on the face of the planet until
8: four years ago, was it? How much do you know, Doctor?
0: Not enough.
8: My understanding is it spent the preceding six million years on the seabed. Although there is evidence that shortly before that, it was indeed up here on the surface. So it rose again? Overnight. How? We suspect through sheer force of will. What could have the force of
0: will to raise an island from the seabed?
8: I think I had the beginnings of an answer.
1: (sighs) It's okay, CP. Hold on to me.
6: You'd get out of these caves much quicker, Ace, if you weren't dragging me along with you.
1: I told you I'm not leaving you here. You must!
6: Something's calling to me. Trying to control me. And I don't know how much longer I can fight it.
1: Wait. What's that noise? What? Sounds like machinery. Hold up a minute. It came from over here.
6: What are you doing?
1: There's some kind of chink in the rock here. You can see through. Wow. What is it? A huge cavern. With a lift going down at the far end. A lift? An um, uh, elevator. Top and bottom of the shaft, there's metal structures built into the wall.
6: Let me take a look.
1: You see? Is this something to do with the Institute?
6: Not so far as I'm aware. The elevator's stopping. Two people getting out. It's Dr. Gabriel and your friend. The doctor? They're going into that construction there.
1: Let me see. Doc! Great. That thing's like a nuclear bunker. No way they'll be able to hear us.
6: We're not going after them?
1: Well, yeah, but we need to get these rocks out of the way first. Well, what are you waiting for, CP? Help me!
0: This fault, I take it, is where you store your paperwork? Not just the paperwork not just the paperwork I'd have imagined. Shuddersome tales. (laughs) You've got a collection of the less respectable organs of American literature.
8: We aspire to lock up every existing copy of every issue containing the work of one contributor in particular. C.P. Doveday. He came to me as a patient in New York. On what basis? total amnesiac breakdown, accompanied by hallucinations tied to the horrors of his stories. I was the better part of the way through some degree of cure, when a Professor August Corbin showed up, representing a very secret department of government, set up to investigate strange goings-on off the Alaskan coast.
0: Such as the rising of this island.
8: With a few sightings of monsters thrown in, then an assistant on Corbin's team drew his attention to the pulp magazines he read in his lunch break, to Dove Day's stories describing the very things they were investigating.
0: How did Dove Day react to being drawn into the investigation?
8: We kept him in the proverbial dark. While still in New York, Corbin's people encouraged me in experiments with hypnotic regression. These, from which Dove Day woke with no memory of what he had revealed... ...uncovered a scarcely believable truth.
0: Which was?
8: We have it all on film. Projection rooms through here.
5: Keep moving! Into the vault! Go on! Give it a rest, white crack! Go on! Argue with my gun. I'd rather keep you alive until the Ancient Ones return. But I can't compromise. And so can they. You've killed three people I cared for today. I've taken bullets before. And I'll take another if it gives me the chance to let you know what I think of you. Your pathetic feelings for your fellow human maggots are irrelevant, Nurse Gofield. Only your flesh and blood count now. For as long as it takes to cement my pact with this world's next rulers. Haven't they had enough blood already? There is a strict procedure to adhere to. These are not beasts. These are gods. If I show them proper reverence, I shall rule the world at their side from this day on. To the altar, Schofield. It's time to toast their dominion with your blood. To Schofield, it's time to toast their dominion with your blood.
8: Before I turn the film on, Doctor, one question. Do you believe there could be life on other planets?
0: (laughs) I must look like I need convincing.
8: According to Dove Day, both under hypnosis and the typewriter... One of those forms of life, the Karnash Koi, conquered this planet six million years ago. Theirs was a violent empire, and like all violent empires, it self-destructed, leaving nothing behind but one of their citadels which retreated under the sea. And inside that citadel? Three of the mightiest Karnash koi, in a self-induced sleep, awaiting a second shot
0: at conquest which is why the island rose again
8: yes but rather than simply launch themselves into a changed world the Karnashkoi sent a scout ahead one of their own number in human form Dove Day
1: watch CP it's
6: no good I can't I can't don't
1: lose it now If we can just get to the doctor
6: Too late Listen, look, you must hold on to this Use it if you can
1: A rock? I found
6: it in my pocket, suddenly remembered myself using it to... To
1: scrape out words on the wall of one of those caverns Me and the doctor, we saw you earlier
6: yes but did you see the words? Only for a second. You must find them again. Find them how? The rock itself—it'll tell you. I—I I think. You think? I'm not sure. You see, where my dreams and my reality begin and end, where I begin and lost beyond.
2: I'm
5: just going to lie back and let you stab me, white crack. I can shoot you first, if you like. Then drag you across the altar. Open your eyes! See these monsters for what they are? Oh, but I do. I see their beauty, their purity of form and soul. I searched this degraded, mongrelized world for some force which did not compromise its instinct for power. And here, at last, thanks to a sympathetic informer in Washington, I have found it!
6: And I hold the key. The key to grant me access to the citadel of my kid. The time will come when I will return to them and to my true form and reign at their side.
8: We found the key, wrapped in newspaper and stuffed under the bed in his apartment.
6: But I will not do it. I will not kill what I love. I am not what they tell me. I am a man.
0: Looks as if our alien spy was having a little trouble with his alienness.
8: Precisely. The Karnashkoi had made him too human. The human side rebelled against the alien, inducing a breakdown, a mental blackout of his alien past.
0: Except in his stories.
8: Yes. Involuntary memories, he naively assumed, were no more than fantasies. He wrote them down and made a living out of them.
6: We we are a single mind, like the ants, the bees of your world, synchronized through, through chanting, La fermia. No, no, no.
0: Fascinating.
8: A hive mind. Which we turned to our advantage. For just as they tried to control him telepathically, his alien consciousness could be used by us to send telepathic traffic the other way. But of course, you used him to pacify them. Sent them all the way back into their dreaming state within the citadel. Brilliant. Telepathic
0: sedation. All your problems would be over, one might think.
8: Not quite. Having quarantined Doveday here, alongside a load of other so called patients. In
0: fact, his guards.
8: We realized any stress could revive his alien side.
0: And revive your bottled beasties into the bargain.
8: Likewise, if White Crag should succeed in reviving the others, they could take control of Doveday. <gasps> Ace.
5: Under uh, the altar, Schofield. I'm
2: going. I'm going. Hey. You don't want us to wear white or nothing? Cause I gotta say, you might
5: have missed the boat. Silence! Don't I cut. do I cut. Ramtagester! do I do I cut. Oh, they hear. Listen. I am they and they are me.
4: And together you must be stopped! Corbin? Rough! I thought... There was a second membrane some 30 feet below the first. It broke my fall And my collarbone, I believe.
5: Lucky. Don't be so sure.
4: You were right, Hex. It's not hopeless. He can't be cheated. The man with the scythe. The Grim Reaper.
5: Oh, temporarily, perhaps. Permanently, Uh. no. No! There now, Nurse Schofield. We can get on with... Kept your eye on the prof for a second too long, white krag. Now, here's a knife at your throat. Idiot. Without the ritual, we're nothing to them but raw meat. Listen.
4: They're impatient.
5: They're hungry. They're coming for us.
6: Born? Born? When was I born? Was I born?
0: I've seen enough, rare. I need to find... find... Gabriel!
6: Clarence! I I am a con-ass coy, from the outer reaches of your universe. Come to reconnoiter your world.
8: Turn off the projector!
0: No, let him see. See? See what?
6: That's me.
1: CP, what do you think you're doing, rushing off like... Oh,
6: look who it is in face! Quiet! Let me hear. I was born, yes, in their citadel. A Karnas bred in human form. I don't recall this session. You
8: were under hypnosis.
6: Telling one of my stories? Under hypnosis? It's not a story, Clarence. Karnas My birthright. No.
5: No, no! No! Wait! I am your servant! Your kinsman! They're not listening! Please! What's happened to them? Suddenly, they have something else on their minds. Such as what? Perhaps. Perhaps the return of a prodigal son.
6: Costa Porres Descar Costa Porres Descar I hear them. I hear...
1: Hear what, CP?
6: The truth. The truth, yes. From a source more trustworthy than Dr. Gabriel. Clarence, I'm... That is not my name.
8: Session number 263. Reinforcement of substitute memories. CP, can you hear me?
6: I hear you.
8: I want you to describe again your childhood holidays on Coney Island. I want you to tell me about the taste of the hot dogs. I want you to remember this when other, more stressful memories try to come. Hot dogs. You remember I told you about the hot dogs? Switch it off. You have to understand. I did what I did to protect
6: you. Tell me, doctor. Were they real hot dogs? Real holidays with real parents and a real childhood? Or lies you placed in my mind?
8: Lies to make you happy. To make you at peace with yourself. Lies to keep everyone else on this planet safe. Well, the truth is out.
6: The lie is dead. Yes, and I'm of a mind to keep some company I can trust. stop the no
4: CP! Please!
3: I oh,
4: bet they've made contact with their
5: runaway offspring. What? With four of them wakened, the human world will fall all the quicker.
2: Yeah. I'll take you with it. Congratulations, genius! No.
5: No. I shall lead them out into that world. Listen! Listen, I stand with you in the conquest! Polarat, Sigur, Miss Cat. Get down, my god! Quick!
4: <laughs> Listen! The day,
3: the great Citadel gate, it opens! It what? They rise into the air on wings as fast as the polar night!
0: I don't understand. CP? He means the Kalaskoi are coming here.
3: Yes, and I must prepare myself to greet
4: them. ho Not again! Changing
2: for good, I fear!
0: he's going too big for the room to hold him we must go now no,
7: come
0: on. quickly Freya quickly he's got to tear that steel hideaway of yours apart you're not listening we have to help him Plainly, we have a problem with our Mr. Dove Wait,
1: he gave me something. Here. A rock? He said we had to find our way back to the words he scratched with it. Back
0: to the far cave, of course. He didn't provide you with a map, did he?
1: He said the rock would show the way. Yes. Well,
0: he's not in a hurry to do so right at this moment, is he? Ah! What was that? The cave wall's collapsing. There's Yes, I'm afraid we're about to be caught in the middle of a family reunion. I suggest we leave them to it. Good idea. No, wait. The, The rock seems to have decided to make a contribution.
8: It's glowing. So the rock glows. We have to get away from here. It's not just glowing.
0: It's glowing intermittently. So it's a dodgy, glowing rock. Come on! If I take a step in this direction the glue
1: fades.
0: But if I take a step in this direction...
1: Oh, it likes that.
0: What the rock likes, the rock shall have.
8: We're about to be eaten by monsters and we're listening to a rock? Somebody wake me up! Oh, okay. Okay, I'm awake! Come on! Oh,
0: look there! It's daylight! Ah! And here... The words on the wall! Words written by Dove Day himself.
1: Why? He was in one of those freak-out moods of his. The words were coming from his alien side.
0: And he was trying to make a note of them before Dr. Gabriel's conditioning kicked in and blanked them out. Why?
8: Because they were important. But important?
0: How? Don't ask me. Maybe we should ask them. Doctor, the words on the wall can wait. That's just the point. They've been waiting long enough ara
1: kara No good, doctor.
0: My emphasis may be off.
1: Ara karataka.
0: Ara-kara-taka. That's it! Ah! Get back! Ah! The whole wall's opening up! Ara-kara-taka! The rough guess? This way in.
4: It's a door!
0: Yes! I suggest we go through it!
4: Oh. Come on! <gasps>
8: Where are we
0: now? Inside the citadel. The side entrance, as it were.
8: But the citadel's on the far side
0: of the island. I suspect there's very little island to this island. Just a vast network of citadel tunnels with little bits of island on the outside. Wait!
1: What's that?
8: Coming down the tunnel. Whatever it is, we'll be trapped between it and the Carnish Coy back there. Well then, let's hope it's friendly. Does it
5: sound friendly? Oh, I Yes, very. Hello there, Mr. Hex. Doctor? He can't be.
1: Doctor! Ace! No. You! What are you doing dragging that... that thing?
2: Yeah, I've got to admit, I've been asking myself that. Him having murdered the pair of years. Oh, so I thought.
1: Yeah, but it'd take more than a puny hand grenade to take us out. But then I figured. It's my vocation, isn't
2: it? Helping the sick... And they don't get sicker than Emerson Whitecrag the Third. You're enjoying this, Schofield?
8: Oh, what happened to him?
2: Those lurker things trampled him when they took off. I don't know where or for why. Ah! Uh. Don't tell me they've been chasing you. Everybody,
5: run! What? Back the way we came.
2: Where else?
5: Back into the citadel! Don't argue. Run! <laughs>
2: Hold up. Hold up. I can't run forever with Mushy weighing us down. Leave me then. Uh, uh,
5: I'd leave you given half the chance.
2: Yeah. Now you want to play the martyr, like I'm about to give you the satisfaction.
1: Hex, mate, you can be too nice. Stop
2: squabbling. What is this place? Down there. That's where those lurker things were nested. And where this maniac tried to sacrifice me to them. Oh no. Is dead... Corbin?
0: August Corbin? I'm afraid so. Uh, we've not been introduced. Introductions can wait. For now, my main concern is. Ow! What's up? Doctor? I, I, I'm all right. It's just this rock in my pocket. It's suddenly got rather hot. It's more than that, Doctor. It's cracking apart. Yes. Perhaps I should put it down. Uh,
1: inside, it's, it's all just, I don't know, molten glue. Oh, the key. The golden
5: key. No. No, you can't!
1: I must, must! Hey! Where are you off to? I'm talking to you! Seriously, mate. If he holds up the monsters, that suits me fine.
0: The key, he said. The golden
1: key. Wait.
2: Wait. Corbin said something about a golden key. About the crystal key being for the earthly door. The golden for the galaxy's heart. No. No, the galaxy's heart and the ocean's bed. Whatever that means.
0: Oh, wait! Something's happening to it. The gloop is reforming, reconstructing itself.
1: Doctor, it's, it's like another one of those umbrellas. Gold this time. Yes,
0: the golden key.
1: What else did
0: Corbin say? You can see from here, he said. Right here.
2: And then he pointed down at the floor of the vault. The, the truth is, he wasn't making
0: much sense by then. Ah, but I see something. Like what? The galaxy's heart. I beg your pardon?
1: Hang about. On the floor of the vault, all those swirls and curls. An
0: astronomical map of the galaxy the Karnas Koi came from. How can
1: you possibly know, Dad?
0: I've been there. What? We'll be here all night. We need to get down there fast.
5: Uh, listen to me. Listen, they have the key, the golden key. But I can help you. Stand with you against them, I beg you. See yourself in me as I see myself in you. Oh, 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 you hear, you understand. This is the moment I've longed for. I have sacrificed everything merely human within myself waiting for this now. At last, my loneliness is at an end. Ah, ah, no, no, wait, wait, listen, listen! You and I, we're kindred. Together we No! no, back! See yourself! I am a god like you! I am not just meat! I am more than me! <laughs>
1: centre of the pattern. It's some kind of socket.
2: I know how those things work, Doctor. Let me do it. Ow! Too late.
1: What's it doing to him?
2: It's all right. It's just elected him, key holder.
1: Now
8: to place the key in the lock. What use is any of this against the Karnosh uh, Oh, we'll see soon enough.
0: The crucial thing is we're now communicating with the Citadel itself. The Citadel itself?
1: Uh, a more simple-minded consciousness. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, But that may be to our advantage. So, when we surprised CP in the cave, is this what he was trying to do? Quite
0: possibly. What if
1: we hadn't disturbed him, shocked him back into his brainwashed frame of mind?
0: We'll never know. Ah, Here's something we do know.
8: Those things just caught up with us. (laughs) What now?
0: The Citadel is about to show us.
2: Doctor... Spikes, come down to the walls.
0: Citadel has his own claws to sprout. They're not so keen on their idea. He's doing it for their own protection. You want? The spikes, they're going to shoot. Uh, but, but, but not as I think. Uh, they're being... No, not spikes. Injected? Exactly. A series of injections. What we've activated is a six-million-year-old programme for sending this place and its occupants into undersea hibernation.
2: You're kidding.
0: Now, I suggest the way we came in is the shortest way out. Oh. Oh. Look, the gap in the wall,
2: it's still open. Uh-oh. The gap pager.
1: Run! We can still make it if we. Okay, maybe not.
0: Doctor, Plan B. Uh, Plan B. Uh, we ask our friend for help.
8: What friend? That
0: friend. Oh great! One of them got away. How many lurkers dream in the vault? Won't you count? It?
8: There were three,
1: three lurkers in the vault.
0: Three dream in the vault. The fourth elsewhere.
1: It's CP, isn't it? CP? Is it you?
2: You gave one of them a nickname. You followed us out.
1: Yeah. He wants to come with us. Don't you? CP?
2: Ace, are you sure about this?
1: I helped you before, remember? Held you! Remember? Remember what that was like? A human embrace. Human tenderness. Wasn't that better than this? This... Hate. As
0: one extraterrestrial to another, I could recommend throwing your lot in with the human race. They're not a bad old species. At the end of the day,
1: what? Go for it, CP. Bust us out of here. She doing? Attacking the wall, tearing it open again.
0: Go on, CP. We have to take advantage of the gap. He's opened already. Come on! out, out into the cave. Dr. Gabriel! Dr. Gabriel!
8: Hey. It's Aikens. Come on, CP Where
1: the you can make it.
3: What are you doing here, Aikens? We saw these things coming out of the citadel, swooping into the caves. Things uh, with wings. We turned pale and, and tried to follow them in. One of them coming through the walls.
2: You men, K.K. No, no, you must have... Respect, ma'am. Stick to the head shrinking. Open fire. Ace, get down. What? No!
7: Uh.
1: CP? CP? Why'd you do that? Why'd you shoot? Ace? Don't worry, CP. I'm here.
0: No, Ace. Leave him. No chance.
1: The gap's resealing. Hexed!
4: Papa! Sorry, Ace. The doctor's right. Get off me! Don't you dare!
1: (gasps) (sighs) We could have helped him. We could have brought him through.
0: No. The Citadel can help him now. All we could have done was watch him die.
1: Don't you get it! He'd have died a human! He wanted to die a human!
0: Where's the water coming from? The whole island's starting to sink. I estimate we have little under six minutes before the Arctic Ocean closes over our heads.
8: Six minutes? Round the headland, there's an airstrip. Captain Eakins, evacuate the Institute, abandon everything. Everything, ma'am? Everything. Ma'am. Come on, you heard the doctor. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Doctor, come on, you too.
0: This is goodbye, Freya. My friends and I are heading that way. What? The airstrip's
8: this away! There's nothing that way!
0: Oh, yes, there is. About half a mile around the cliffs. Are you sure about that? When have I ever been wrong?
8: I don't understand.
0: I said I'd been to another galaxy. How do you think that I got there? The black, Dr. Gabriel. Yeah, enough with the adjures. Doctor, ace,
2: leg
8: it! Doctor! Doctor! Oh! Uh, what's the use? Hey, kids!
2: i tell you what, Doctor. Next time, let's not play it so safe. Getting away, yeah?
0: Oh, we've had closer shaves than that, Mr Hex.
2: Maybe. Only it seems to me, just recently... They've been getting closer and closer all the time. Do you believe in death?
0: I don't follow. You know, the Grim Reaper, bloke with the scythe. A fascinating symbol. Questionable as a reality. Because if he was real,
2: I reckon he'd be mad with us for cheating him all the time. Mad, yeah, and getting madder. Possibly.
1: Why don't you change out of those wet things, Hex? Yeah, I don't want to catch nothing. Go on, get yourself dried off. Back in a mo. You're looking a
0: little solemn, Ace.
1: Feeling it, too.
0: You cared for Dove Day.
1: Poor lost soul that he was. Stranded between two ends of the cosmos. An alien at both of them. Just wanting somewhere to call home.
0: <laughs> well, he wasn't the only creature who ever felt that.
1: If he survived, if the Citadel saved him, what do you think's happened to him? Hibernation.
0: No different, be it six months or six million years. A descent into a long dream. <laughs>
1: What will he dream of? Coney Island? Or the far side of the universe?
0: Of whatever touched him most deeply. What would that be, I wonder?
4: Coming soon, Coming soon from, from Big Finish productions, productions: Doctor Who, The Demons of Red Lodge and Other Stories. Doctor,
0: where, where are we?
4: I haven't the faintest idea.
0: Guards, take Doctor Smith to solitary. What is this place, Doctor? It's huge, like a
4: cathedral. Welcome to Concordia, Missa.
0: Please.
3: No! Stay away from the curtains.
4: Hello, and welcome to this 25th anniversary DVD. My name's Martin Ashcroft, and I directed Dr. Demonic's Tales of Terror. Uh, We're we're here to see Mr. Cooper. Perhaps you could let him know we've arrived. We're um, uh, friends of his. Uh, Musicians. Look after yourself, miss. Don't look like the sort to end up in jail.
1: Seemingly
3: not. Geoffrey Belvedere Cooper born 1941 was a reclusive guitarist working in the progressive rock field oh don't you look young sir jack it was a long time ago we all looked younger Uh, except
4: you dr smith you don't look a day older don't i i mean literally
3: not a day i've had enough of being afraid my nerves can't take it please don't open i'm sorry
4: (gasps) hello i'm the doctor whoa Stop right there. If you're going to say Dr. John Smith, I'm going to be starstruck. Biggest crook on folly. And that's a wrap. Subscribers get more at bigfinish.com
1: My name is Sophie Aldred, and I play Ace again.
4: Not so fast, Buster. Terrors from within. Terrors in the black, bottomless eye of the Ancient One. All we want to do is talk. Get off me.
1: <laughs> this is a, a very cold script. It's set in the Arctic. Or rather, not quite in the Arctic. We don't quite know where we are at the beginning. Cold. Oh, wow.
0: Not Alaska, precisely. Rather an island off its northern coast, an island that wasn't here four years ago. An island that wasn't here four years, three months and six days ago. Hence the appeal of coming here.
1: Yeah, It's a nice script because it's a quite a straightforward story um, and it's a sort of separation story and, Ace, hey, m- my part in it, I get to have um, a really good relationship with one of the characters... And it's going to be quite interesting. We're just about to record it today. We haven't done this bit, but I'm looking forward to it um, because it shows a sort of a bit of a gentler side of Ace than we've seen for a while. Um, She actually shows a bit of kind of tenderness towards this uh, this chap, and not in a sort of um, love way or, but just in a sort of human contact way and in a sort of um, moral um what what's right for him, and it's very unselfish, and it's actually rather unlike Ace, so I'm quite enjoying it really i'm'm I'm, I'm sort of it's going to be a, a little new twist, I think.
6: Still you reach out for me, Ace yes I've not had overmuch acquaintance, I confess with the fairer sex. They've always seemed to me in their loveliness an altogether alien species. Michael Brandon and I play CP Doveday. I also play the Connors Koi. Frightened, are you? Suddenly there's a power in poor old Clarence Penrose Doveday that no one could have imagined. A burning, raging power! CP,
1: I want to help you! No! Well,
6: Doveday is uh, an interesting combination of characters because in the last session in the booth, I was actually three different people, or three different entities. Um, there's Dove Day, who is the human form of the Connors koi who was sent to uh, reconnoiter the world for the Connors koi.: Only, I dare say, in my overactive imagination. I used to write horror tales for a living, so I'm the sort of fellow least will advise to go wandering into such places. And so he comes as a human. Now, he's been hypnotized by this doctor into forgetting the Karnas Koi and being the human part of himself, which is how they bred him, the Karnas Koi, to infiltrate. So he's lost himself now in a world between the Karnas Koi and the humans, and being hypnotized to forget part of it, he loses who he is entirely. So he writes these comics, horror comics, which are actually his Karnas Koi reality his his stories are truth of other worlds yet he thinks he's making a living by his writing ability and the thing is it keeps him in touch with that other world so they try to keep him very light and to try him make him uh, write things which don't go deep so that he could read them to other patients i'm under strict orders to refocus my slender talent on more upbeat literary endeavors Whenever I come up with anything particularly lightweight and untroubling, Dr. Gabriel encouraged me to read it out to the patients. And this way he will not get angry or upset, because when he does, he loses a bit of control. And surrenders more of his persona to the Karnas Koi.
4: Not again! He's changing! For
8: good, I fear! Come on, we have to get out of here! No!
6: Uh, now we have elements of the people who are trying to awaken the Karnas Koi, and so hearing that as well is all kind of driving him. Madder than mad. They're
5: impatient. They're hungry. They're coming for us.
6: Well, there's all kinds of things that I use to uh, to motivate the different realities. Um, one is that within all of us there is a beast, and you know it's and it may be just simply. Um, old tendencies, old habits, uh, our wild youth, whatever it may be, that we now, as we grow older, learn how to function in society. But within us all, we have that ability to tap into that raw, wild stuff. And so it's letting the beast out. And it's in the torment of the beast escaping, coming out, being out, pushing it back in, that makes uh, the drama for the Dove Day character. You're looking a little solemn, Ace.
1: Feeling it, too.
0: You cared for Dove Day.
1: Poor lost soul that he was. Stranded between two ends of the cosmos. An alien at both of them. Just wanting somewhere to call home.
0: (laughs) Well, he wasn't the only creature who ever felt that. Hello, my
6: name's Sylvester
0: McCoy. Dr. Gabriel? Oh, yes. Splendid chap.
6: Chap? I'd scarcely have called her that.
1: Oh, uh, the doctor here, he's, he's very old school
0: The Lurkers at Twilight's Edge oh very exciting, scary story What's coincidental is that um, just recently I've been uh, to Alaska I've just come back and the story we're doing is in Alaska So, you know, I'm a method actor
4: Did you see whales? Yeah, uh,
0: I did we
4: saw
1: whales I'm that far away yeah. <laughs> do you know I really thought that
0: <laughs> this Alaska we're on is a very cold Alaska and here we are on the height of summer recording in a studio and it's very very hot but then that showbiz I mean I remember doing filming when I was uh, you know by the seaside and we filmed it I think a couple of days before Christmas and it was freezing but we pretended it was summer okay
1: should we go for a read through mm. alrighty over to you
2: My name's Philip Olivier and I play Hex. It's nice to be back with an all action-packed script um, because yesterday, um, if you saw, if you could see inside the booths, they were steaming up because there was so much energy which we had to portray going about by getting grabbed by the huge monsters and pretending they're so big. And it really does come to life in the booths where we are, so it's nice to be playing that again. They've been chasing you.
5: Everybody run! what Back the way we came. Where else? Back into the citadel. Don't argue. Run.
2: <laughs> this is kind of continuing from the last few scripts, um, where I'm kind of counting the pages in when Hex goes alone, and uh, I think it was about six scenes in. And I was like, ah, there it is. He's on his own again. But it's nice. It's nice to work with, you know, so many talented actors that you bring in, and um, and it's nice to have the reunion again. The one good thing about the script is after the last one we done and it explained a lot of Hex's past with his mother and, and we really get to know his personality now so really it's not about quest- questions that haven't been answered for Hex, now he can really, he's established now and he, and he can really enjoy himself.
1: Ah,
0: uh, oh, I'm passing up those anoraks if I were you.
1: Professor, couldn't we find somewhere warmer? <sighs> yeah, like Marbella. I'm Botswana. Southport. Southport?
2: It's kind of art imitating life, really. Uh, I've just been on holiday. Um, went to lovely Marbella, Puerto Banus, uh, and and Sylvester has just been on a tour, a Doctor Who tour, around Alaska. Uh, and one of the first scenes we done when we come in yesterday was um, we spoke that how we spoke about Alaska, how this place where we've arrived in is, is as cold as Alaska, and then Heck says he'd rather be a Marbella. And I was actually asking the writers how long ago did you write this, but no, just coincidentally, it's in the script. I think me and me and Sylvester that dedicated we're doing method acting here.
3: I'm Marty Ross, and uh, I wrote the script for uh, the Lurkers at Sunlight's Edge. I'd been asked um, in 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 the light of um, uh, Night's Black Agents to um, to pitch um, something else for for a a a, a tour um, drama four parter. I think, sent to some listeners, it won't surprise them that there are some similarities between our fictional character of um, C.P. Doveday, um, the pulp 1930s pulp horror writer, and uh, a real writer, namely um, a certain H.P. Lovecraft. What are you writing? A horror story?
6: Heaven forbid. Heaven or the Institute, at the very least.
3: I'd written a novel. Uh, Aztec Love Song and part of the research for that had been going round the Barras, which is the great Glasgow um, street market while doing my research work there I'd come upon a a book stall which had all these old H.P. Lovecraft books which I'd read as a teenager um, but, uh, you know, one way or another, I'd lost hold of my various copies. And so I, I, I actually bought up these um, Lovecraft books to, to reread them after, after quite a long while. So it just so happened that Lovecraft uh, and his particular world was fresh in my mind. And so when um, I was talking over with Alan Barnes, um, developing a new story... The thought came to me, well, why not pitch the doctor um, into the, the rather dark and sinister and slimy world of um, Lovecraft's kind of science fiction stroke horror? And so, you know, it all developed from that. The human side rebelled against the alien, inducing
8: a breakdown, a mental blackout of his alien past. Except in his stories. Yes. Involuntary memories he naively assumed were no more than fantasies. He wrote them down and made a living out of them.
3: In a way, in real life, Lovecraft um, was almost as, in a way, maybe a more fascinating character than any of the strange monsters he created. I very much wanted to create a kind of fiction, it is very much a fictionalised version of him. Um, as, as the kind of central focus of the drama, hence um, CP Doveday and the way that um, the strange things going on in his mind connect to um, strange things that are actually going on in this alien um, citadel. I had had to miss the recording of Night's Black Agents. It's a long story, but I was basically on a boat halfway along the River Danube um, when Night's Black Agents was done. So um, I very much wanted to to come in and um, see how how this was done. I mean, I've done quite a number of uh, dramas for BBC Radio. So, you know, I'm acquainted with the actual um, production process, and this is essentially the same here. But I wanted to sort of um, experience how the, the, the Big Finish team works, you know, in practice and in person. Oh,
1: Professor, couldn't we have found somewhere warmer? Yeah, like Marbella. Botswana. Southport. Southport. The Doctor, Ace and Hex trio is quite established now. We've been doing quite a lot together and uh, I think it works really well. Again, I mean, I've said this before, I think, that um, that Hex and Ace complement each other very well. It gives Ace a chance to be a bit more grown up um, and sort of uh, slightly condescending towards Hex, who is very emotional and completely throws himself into everything. I mean, she does, of course, in a different way, in a very sort of physical and and sometimes quite violent way, but Hex is uh, a sort of blubbering mass of emotions and sensitivity, which is fantastic to have a male character and so brilliantly done by Phil as well. He's... he's uh, it's just so right for the character and um yeah I, I i think it's uh improving every time we do a script together and of course it's good for the doctor because he's slightly removed now from the two companions and he can get on with being that sort of mysterious doctorish t- character um with them kind of occasionally ganging up on him and and him, Ryan, kind of rolling his eyes at them. And so it's really rather nice. They, they sort of, they can tease him and he can tease them. And um, yeah, I think it works brilliantly.
2: I feel that Hex is still being treated as if he doesn't know much and what's going on. But bit by bit, as it's shown in this script as well, he's explaining things and he's, he's telling other people who aren't the doctor because he's on his own, you know, that he's a lot, he's a lot more experienced than people let on. So, yeah, it, it, it's getting more, he's getting more and more knowledgeable, which is good. And um, that's the way the char- I like the character to go, and be a little bit more confident, and, and be a little bit more like Sophie. I've been asking myself that. Him having murdered the pair of years. Oh, so I thought.
1: Yeah, but it'd take more than a puny hand grenade to take us out. But
2: then I figured, it's my vocation, isn't it? Helping the sick. And they don't get sicker than Emerson Whitecrag, the third.
1: I think over the years that Ace has really developed in lots of different ways, depending on who's written the script. And going back to The Lost Stories, it was interesting because, of course, I was um, attempting a more sort of uh, television Ace and uh, I did a bit of work looking up how it was then. And, of course, it is fascinating because she has developed... Although of course you know it could be any time in in uh, in time or space, but yeah, I, I think I, I think the big Finish audios have really um, given Ace a lot of uh, different stuff to do and a lot of um, a lot of growing up in some respects, and uh, it's it's been really nice to see how you know to get those challenges as well as, as an actress.